Cole Alexander wrinkled his nose at the stench of decaying bodies. They lay everywhere. Men, women, infants. Bloating in the fetid sun, sprawled in the gutted remains of their miserable hovels. Swarms of flies black around their bullet wounds. Beetles already digging into the rotting flesh. The merciless sun hung high in the pale sky, steaming moisture from the tropical forest that surrounded the dead village. Alexander felt his own body juices baking out of him, the damp heat soaking him like a chunk of meat thrown into a boiling pot. Our Lady of Mercy, Alexander thought, hot bile burning in his throat. What a name for the town. You see how they slaughter my people. Sebastiano Miguel de Castañeda made it a statement, not a question. Misericordia had been a tiny nothing of a village, stuck in the jungle at the base of the mountains, an hour's hard drive up the rutted, twisting road from the city of Ajadupar. Now it was a burned-out ruin. The shacks that had once been houses blackened and smashed, the inhabitants machine-gunned down to babies in their mother's arms. Why did they do it? Alexander asked. Castañeda pointed to where his soldiers had spread a few armloads of trinkets on an aluminum camp table. Other soldiers were still searching the village, stepping over grotesque corpses with staring eyes and silently screaming mouths to hunt for the village's hidden treasures. The soldiers wore crisp khaki uniforms. They all carried automatic rifles slung over their shoulders, but they seemed unconcerned. The dead bodies did not bother them. Neither, thought Alexander, did they seem worried about being attacked. Castañeda led Alexander to the table. It was covered almost completely with slim glass knives, miniature quartz statues, decorated ceramic vases, and other dusty artifacts. The villagers lived on grave robbing, he said. The men went up into the mountains where the old Inca graves must be. When the drug dealers made their headquarters up there, they did not want these villagers bothering them. So three days ago they came down from the mountains and wiped out the village. Alexander studied Castañeda's face. He showed no sign of anger, no hint of fear or remorse or grief. Castañeda was a handsome man in his early forties, broad brow, strong jaw, smooth tanned skin. His jet-black hair was brushed straight back. His eyes were the color of his native soil when the peons first turn it over for tilling after the winter rains. But he was turning to fat his slight body becoming round and heavy, his skin getting that waxy look that comes from overindulgence. He wore an off-white silk suit, light for the summer heat, conservatively cut, precisely tailored, extremely expensive, as befits the man who is not only Minister of Defense but the eldest son of El Presidente. Despite the heat, Cole Alexander wore a rumpled suede jacket over his open-necked olive-green sport shirt, stained with dark pools of perspiration. A broad-brimmed cowboy hat was perched at a slight angle on his head. He was much taller than Castañeda, and may have been slightly older than the defense minister, or slightly younger. It was difficult to tell from his face. His hair was curly and thick, yet all white. His face looked youthfully handsome, but it was set in a sardonic, nearly cruel jester's smile, a sneer almost. His cold gray eyes seemed to look out at the world with a mixture of amusement and contempt at the antics of his fellow human beings. "'You've got a serious problem, all right,' Alexander said. "'But I don't think I can help you with it. 
I quite understand, Senor Alexander, said Castaneda, sounding oily and at the same time slightly irritating. I have already told my father that I would not be surprised if you refused to help us. Your father is beset by many problems, Alexander replied, choosing his words carefully. His voice matched his facial expression, not quite harsh, yet certainly not gentle. A reedy Norte Americano tenor with a hint of sharp steel in it. I am doing my best to help him, but Castaneda spread his arms in the gesture of a man resigned to struggling against inhuman odds. Alexander looked around at what was left of the village as the soldiers continued to search it. The drug dealers had done a thorough job. Not even a dog was left to whimper. The table where they stood was upwind, at least. The smell wasn't so bad here. They have created an army of their own. Up in those mountains, Castaneda said, his voice trembling slightly.